0: Set the Lord always before Gonna keep my eyes on That's Pat Barrett by the Spirit yeah. I'm Victory 91.5. It's Coffee with Corey. And I'm over here starting my day with coffee. You haven't even had a <laughs> cup of coffee yet. Not yet, but we got a long day ahead, so, you know. That's true, that's true. We're getting ready for Rosh Hashanah. That's coming up on Tuesday. But there's a lot to learn before we get there. Oh, goodness, there sure is. Uh, we talked a little bit about the uh, shofar itself recalls the binding of Isaac. That's one of the things that this day is all about. It occurred on Rosh Hashanah. So when a ram took Isaac's place as an offering to God, that's how all that happened. So the Torah readings on Rosh Hashanah are all about Abraham and Sarah. So uh, Genesis 22, two and, thir- uh, 2 and 13, he said this, Take your son, your only son Isaac, Milah, and go to the land of Moriah. ...and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, of which I shall tell you. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram, caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram, offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. That's a good day right there. But of course, it reminds us of Jesus, the first mention of love in the Bible. And it's also, even more so, reminds us of Passover, when an animal steps in uh, in replace of the sacrifice. Shoffers and trumpets in scripture have a lot of connotations they are mentioned almost 80 times in different contexts summoning the tribes to the door of the tabernacle getting ready to put up tents and move on as a warning as an announcement an inauguration of a new king as a call to repentance uh, building uh, as a battle cry a victory shout or even the sound of rejoicing now the the sound of a chauffeur God calls his people to turn their minds and their attentions back to Him, back to heavenly matters. You can imagine middle of church if a horn blows really, really loud, you are going to stop and you are <laughs> going to look around, right? That's the whole concept. Same thing as with a shout or a declaration. Like I said, when they go "woo," it, it makes me a uh, uh, changes my focus, right? Yeah. God's voice is the Hebrew word "call." It's also used for the sound of a shofar blast. So His voice, God's voice. In Scripture is the same as the word of a shofar blast, or it's the same in the same sense that if it's our cry our worship mm. it's we're actually using his voice in that sense God's hearing something coming back to him we're 'm uh, almost like an echo of him, so when you praise him when you worship him, you're mm. responding to him you're taking and using his voice in that sense. so what does the voice of God sound like? well, he warns us. When we start to stray but thankful for that one it whispers encouragement to us when we struggle i love that commands our enemies to flee i really love that comforts us when we fall or we fail or we lose someone dear even sings over us and the deepest parts of us too in the good and the bad times because life can be really really hard and he is familiar with our suffering he does it with his presence through words or even groans that we can't comprehend, and he does it in symbolic sorts of ways, too. The blast of shofar is is one of the more interesting symbols of his presence because, of course, obviously, God is the whole point of the scripture, so he is the focus of everything, so there's some kind of semblance there. But since God speaks in different ways for different situations, the shofar has several distinct blasts. Now, Takiyah in ancient Israel... It's one long, sustained blast. It was a common, reassuring sound that meant the watchmen guarding the city were on duty and all was well. It's, you know, 11 o'clock and all is well, shout. Uh, It reminds us that God is constantly drawing us near so that we might receive his strength and comfort. So, you know, if you feel peace, that's that word of tekiah. Shevarim Shevarim, uh, is those three consecutive blasts that signals something significant was about to happen. That kind of a thing, so it gets your attention because it's not just one noise. You think, do I hear a noise? No, it's something else. Usually it meant good tidings, uh, like God is rejoicing over us with singing or dancing. Most of us will never experience a crowd applauding us for our achievement on earth on a, on a field of play or something. But if we draw near to God in those moments, what we feel is his deep affection, that's one of the things he's trying, these chivalry, that's, that's what he's looking for on this date. He wants to draw near to you to, to help you grasp and understand the deep love he has for you. So what so many of us are trying to get from the likes on Facebook is uh, available from the one who created and sustains everything. And, of course, the word we've used a bunch this morning, terua, is that nine rapid bursts. I won't do nine, but that kind of a thing that's the sound of alarm it meant you were under attack Uh, we encounter that with the holy spirit ever feel your skin kind of crawl during a temptation or when danger was near it's god going, hey take a look there something's happening to you Mm -hmm. well like israel we all need to be alarmed so that we become aware of sin that separates us from god a compromising situation where all you need is that reminder wait 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 you ain't fooling me We need to know an enemy has drawn near, and we need to hear his voice, God's voice, reminding us of our need for atonement. When your spirit feels shaken within you, you got to learn to respond to the sound of his alarm. That's part of growing up, is learning that. We need to constantly pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Now, God's voice, that Hebrew word kol, is the same word, again, as a shofar blast, but that's not all the word kol is used to describe. Well, what else is in the Bible compared to a shofar blast? Cole's used for the sound of someone calling out, shouting, or even singing. Yeah, your worship is the voice of God. In many ways, worship is paying attention to God, giving Him our time, putting our hearts with Him, being present, engaged, and focused. It's not just meh, hanging out with your hands half up. We remember God's worth and we come towards Him to give Him the love and honor He's due. So often we are just kind of running through Bible passages, or maybe trying to read enough. I got to get my three chapters in, or my one chapter in, or whatever. Uh, Or we're praying for getting this prayer done. But are we thinking with God, or separately from Him? Are we truly present with Him, and does does He actually have our ear? So are we inviting Him to speak to us and giving Him room and space to do so? Do you ask Him what's on your heart and? What he would like to express to you. Does he have your undivided attention in your times together? Are you gazing up to him or, or at your own issues in your own life? Those are all the things that come into attention the whole month of Elul's to get you ready for these next 10 days, and especially for this uh, day of Rosh Hashanah. The blast of the shofar reminds us to forget self and remember God, putting his agenda at the front of our minds. And that should happen when you when you step into your church. The very same thing should be as, as a shofar blast. It's also an opportunity to remember our own personal Sinai event when God invited us to into covenant with him, and we said yes. In other words, will you marry me? The Hebrew root of the word shofar means to beautify. When we turn to God, we are made beautiful. That's the literal meaning of the word. You know, there's so many things that I think we read and it's like it'd be so helpful to have somebody kind of explain more. And that's why we take, you know, this time, because maybe we have read certain things in the Old Testament or the New Testament, but we're really going to study them today and just dig a little bit deeper. And so there'll be more from my dad coming up in just a few minutes. But you can always send us a message through our Facebook, our Instagram, our website. Let us know if you have any questions or if you're studying something, you want help, you know, just understanding it a little bit better.